Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. I just, I really have to laugh when Nikki Haley starts talking about the insanity of Donald Oh, it's all kinds of conflict with Donald Trump. I mean, most of that stuff is generated by Democrats to try to embarrass the guy. Most of it. You know, look at look at the difference between the way the Joe Biden screw up about, or I don't know if it was a screw up, his, his uh, there's the real governor, Terry McAuliffe, how that kind of thing is covered versus if Donald Trump had done it. Now, if Donald Trump had done it, it would have been on... Uh, and it would have been on the national news. It would have been, oh, you're an election denier. You are an insurrectionist. You don't respect the the people. You're against the democracy. Joe Biden. I mean, you don't even have to. You don't even have to give an explanation for what he was doing. I mean, I think it was probably a little like buddy buddy joke. Hey, you're the real government. I mean, it was stupid. It was stupid to do, and it's insulting on some level. Um. Joe Biden no, doesn't know what he's doing anyway, and he's he has no social gauge at all. I mean, this is the guy who goes around touching and sniffing little girls, even after he's been told, hey, you know what? They're kind of beating up on you about the way you interact with young women and young girls. So maybe, Mr. President, you, you know, just just rein it in a little bit. He just won't do it. He just won't do it. <laughs> what What kind of guy is told People are looking at you and thinking you're a pedophile, and we need to make sure that we respond to that so that no one can make that claim. And then they still just say, well, to hell with that. I'm gonna, what kind of person does that? I would. I, that's weird. Politically, it's weird. And even just if it was your neighbor, it would be weird. And everyone accepts it. And now we're having this big conversation about Donald Trump's mental competency. Excuse me? Where have all these people been for the last three years? It seems like Jeff Katz and me and the other talk show hosts who are conservative and I mean, playing you real clips of Joe Biden being like a dementia patient. No kidding. On stage. No one cared. But now we're going to talk about Donald Trump's competency when when this guy, he can stand in front of a. I, I would love to talk to him. I hope at one point he'll come on the show. <laughs> you know, maybe we can get him before March 5th with with the voting here in in, um, in Virginia. But I've watched the guy stand there and talk to the press for 20, 30 minutes. No, politicians do not do that. They don't like to talk to the press for 30, and he does it. And it's coherent. You may not like what he says, but it's coherent. So what? it's just crazy that we're even discussing this. Truly, it's crazy. And can I give some praise to Glenn Youngkin, our governor? A, 
uh, it almost seems like he's willing to fight back against Joe Biden. You know, that that little uh, pushback to Joe Biden for calling out Terry McAuliffe. Hey, I'm right here. And, you know, at least he didn't send him a fleece vest, you know, an embroidered fleece vest. <laughs> that, would, that was kind of the routine for Glenn Youngkin. You insult me. I will FedEx you a fleece vest as a as a, as a gift. I, you know, I think Glenn Young is a nice guy, so I think he was trying to not take offense and not turn everything into a, a a mess. And of course, the Democrats have no interest in being nice, so I think he's learned his lesson on that. And he has stood up for the governor of Texas, who is you know in a standoff with the Biden administration of the federal government to try to protect the country on the southern border. Thank you Governor Yunkin for standing up for Greg Abbott down in Texas. And if anybody ever bothered to read the you know the history of the Civil War besides just the Wikipedia version that's all about slavery, uh, everybody should be paying close attention here cuz I'm hearing some echoes from 150 years ago. And it's serious stuff. So good for Glenn Youngkin for standing up for what's right, first of all, and another Republican governor who's kind of out there on a limb here. So what's going on at the General Assembly? Uh, we, t- we talked to former Virginia Governor Doug Wilder yesterday, uh, and he had some choice things to say about this $100 million that's been lost by Virginia Commonwealth University. And, you know, Doug Wilder's really mad that nobody seems to care about it. And so there are a lot of things I want to talk to uh, Delegate Terry Kilgore uh, about. You know, he, he's he been great. He's come on the show. I mean, remember when you were on every week at one point, yeah. and I appreciate you coming on. How, how are you, first of all? How are things at the Capitol? Are you feeling good? Or oh, was yeah, doing good. I mean, you know, we, we're we not where we wanted to be, but yeah. we're uh, still at 49 in the House. And, uh, you know, we're uh, with Governor Yunkin. We're uh, doing well. Uh, you know, there's a lot of a lot of issues uh, percolating over here right now that we're trying to make sure that uh, we flag. And, uh, you know, uh, one is these, uh, you know, still still fighting these electric cars, allowing that, uh, the California bureaucracy to decide when Virginians have to uh, solely buy electric cars. It's just crazy. And what uh, year is it that we're all going to be forced to buy this? Is it 2035? Yeah. Is it? They're, yeah, they're not going to. There's no way that uh, it's sooner than ten years, but okay, yeah. there's just no. Yeah, there's no way that uh, you know the infrastructure's not there right, right. now. And so over the last uh, week, uh, where it was so cold in some of these other states and in parts of Virginia, uh, those uh, those cars don't run. They don't charge. Yeah. So uh, you know there there needs to be a lot more uh, a lot more innovation before we can get there. So are any of the Democrats willing to break from their party just to I mean, I would think they'd kind of want this off the table. Hey, they they scored a victory when they had Ralph Northam in the governor's mansion, but it's not working well. And this is actually an issue that I think we probably should have used more in the campaign back in November to try to win. Wouldn't they want to get this off the table? You know, like one or two people break with the Republicans and just eliminate this issue. Well, I mean, I would. I mean, politically, it'd be the smart <laughs> yeah. thing to do because, you know, when when th- that time comes and folks go to their car dealer and cannot buy a gas uh, a truck uh, down my way, for example, right. you can't buy your truck, your F-150 or your uh, uh, Chevrolet truck, you know, you're going to be really irritated. 
but they just don't care. They're in lockstep with this, it seems. Yeah, and it's all on the you know all on the clean uh, clean energy and and things of that nature. But you know we can get to clean energy, uh, but you know we've got to you know we've got to be all the above Mm -hmm. and you know look at nuclear, look at other things, and uh, uh, we can get there. But as far as electric cars, we're just not there. Uh, you know, I can't drive from my house, which is 355 miles. I cannot drive from my house to Richmond without stopping uh, for an hour somewhere and uh, make it, you know, uh, it could be longer depending on the uh, line at the, uh, you know, the pump, the electric pump. So that that's a problem. Yeah, big problem. And and, yes. and I, I don't see how they disen. I mean, they, you know, they're all about disenfranchising people. Is it not concerning to them that you're disenfranchising yeah. people who are in the farthest reaches of the state? Uh, I mean, it's and fine if you're in Alexandria and you just got to go three miles. Okay, cool. But it may take you two right. hours to go three miles. But for you and for yeah. a lot of Virginians, that's a real problem, and they're being disenfranchised. What about these gun and- permits? I. I can't believe we're discussing permitting for guns. Well, it's the yeah, it's the uh, reciprocal gun permits, concealed carry, and you know we. Uh, uh, if you remember, Herring tried to stop a lot of our reciprocal right. gun permits with some of our concealed carry holders with other states, and we were able to work a deal with uh, the, uh, Governor McAuliffe and and get that to get that uh, uh, through. But you know, we've had no issues with concealed carry permit holders in Virginia mm-hmm. being violent or anything. And, and this is something that really in, in my part of the world, uh, out where we're near Tennessee or Kentucky, and, you know, this really affects a lot of people coming through our states, you know, mm-hmm. spending dollars and everything. You know, folks folks just do not like to come to states where they can't uh, bring their concealed carry if they've gone through the process. Right. Uh, it's just uh, it's a short sighted it's just a short sighted piece of legislation. Well, they know what they're doing. They're trying to chip away, you know, one piece uh, at a time. And the, the other thing, I, I I don't know whether this is bill this bill is still alive or not. But there was a delegate who was pushing for a permit in order to buy a gun. And I I mean I need to figure out how to what would that process be. Yeah, I don't know what that process would be. How how would you how would you find who has guns, who's going to go out and check people's closets and gun cabinets and things of that nature to uh, make sure that, hey, is this gun permitted? I mean, I, I, yeah. there's just so many so many problems with that uh, type of legislation. And in, in rural areas, who's going to enforce that? Or, or in <laughs> I wouldn't want to be the guy to knock on those doors, right? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> hey, I'm here to inspect your guns. Yeah. I don't know that you'd get to the end of that sentence with some people who who are very <laughs> serious, and I respect how serious they are about those rights. You know, can I can I ask you about the VCU thing and the $100 million? Yes. Is anybody... Doug Wilder is hot about this, and you know he works at VCU, so he's basically really going out on a limb, attacking his own boss, um, President Michael Rao. I mean, and yeah. you agree with me, right? Seventy-three million yeah. to a hundred million dollars—that's a hell of a lot of money to lose. That's a lot of that's a lot of money, even for a uh, university. That's right. a lot of money. I I I think you know I've, I've heard rumblings over here that 
uh, folks are asking questions. Folks are beginning to ask a lot more questions. So I think we're going to see a lot of that over the next couple of weeks of mm-hmm. uh, trying to figure out exactly what went on, exactly why uh, this loss occurred. Well, these jerks at VCU, it, you know, and, I, and I say that trying to be polite because I, I was an adjunct professor at VCU, so I really don't like attacking a major employer here in Central Virginia and an important institution that a lot of people attended. But somebody's got a hold of McCannable, and they apparently they fired the only guy who flagged it as, hey, guys, this is a problem, and it could go south on us. You know, this is not good. And uh, they got rid of the guy, the one person oh. who warned them. So, Oh, my goodness. Yeah, so that I think, is. Uh, yeah. You know, speaking of developments, what's going to happen with this Northern Virginia arena uh, that the governor, you know, heralded? And I like the idea of big things coming to Virginia, but it sounds like the Democrats are kind of holding that as a – uh, card and the poker game here. Well, I mean, it, it, I'm sure it's going to. There's going to be a lot of negotiations around the uh, arena. I'm I'm one of the uh, chief co-patrons on it with Luke uh, uh, Luke Torian, the oh. chairman of a program. So uh, you know, it, if you look at it on paper, it's a it's a lot better deal. Uh, than, you know, the Redskins or, uh, you know, some of those uh, past uh, projects we were working on. Mm-hmm. It's an opportunity to get uh, a couple of pro teams in Virginia. Uh, you know, we, we don't – we're one of the la- – you know, the, uh, we're a big state, but we don't have a, any pro teams. So uh, I think it's, this is a great opportunity for us. It looks like the money uh, money works out uh, pretty good and uh, – uh, you know, the, there's some, you know, issues up there with, you know, making sure we take care of Metro, make sure we take care of the transportation. And I think a lot of those are addressed uh, in the uh, legislation. But as you say, this is going to be one of those, uh, you know, big deals that's not that's not that's going to come down to the wire and get decided uh, in early March uh, versus uh, right. now. Right. Well, we'll keep tracking it, and you know, I would love it if you would come on. You don't have to do it every week, but every other week, we'd love to have you. Okay, we'll try. Hey, there's a lot going on over here, John. We can probably do an every week show. I hear. (laughs) Well, I'm glad you're uh, in there, kind of fighting back. Delegate Terry Kilgore, one of the Republican leaders, I appreciate it very much. Thank you. Thank you. All right, eight nineteen. We're back with more in a moment here on News Radio WRVA. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. 